Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Monday night. It's another dumpster fire of an episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined with my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? Of course, me, the mouth. We have a very special guest, Lebanon Valley regular L.J. Lombardo. Welcome to the show, L.J. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, absolutely. So I'm just going to ask the first question. What does L.J. stand for? Stands for Lewis Jr. Oh, oh man, we were way off. Wow. <laughs> was I was way off. What? <laughs> we were, what'd you think of that? Oh, we're a couple of Leonidas, Leonardo, <laughs> Lamar, Larry, <laughs> yeah, not, Lamont, not... Lamar, <laughs> Lewis. Oh. No, no, nothing too crazy. Just normal. I said, wait, yeah, because I was like, wait, he's Italian. I said, it's going to be Leonardo. Mike's like, what about middle <laughs> name? I said, well, he's Catholic, but he's Italian, so it's, we love saints, so it's Joseph. Leonardo Joseph Lombardo. Leonardo Joseph. That sounds like I go to church every 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, hey. Hey, pardon me, Father. I got a fucking sin here, you know, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, I told you we're starting off good. This is really good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Lewis, you, Jude, man. Oh, you know, we do, we do have to change our intro because every week we say we have a very special guest and somebody's going to catch on like, well, I thought your last guest was very special. What the hell am I? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he's special because he gave than... us free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, how did you get your start in racing? So, uh, I come from Danbury, Connecticut, and oh, Danbury used yes. to have an asphalt track. So, my grandfather owned race cars there way back in the day before I was even a thought of. And when that track shut down, my father got into dirt racing and. He didn't race a lot on his on his own. He just owned a lot of different carts and cars and stuff like that. So that's how I got started. When I was three years old, I raced at Oakland Valley Speedway. That's in my New York. Big, yeah. And yep. Lied about my dad. Uh, he got me in at three years old. I was supposed to Northeast. They I'm like in my 30s, which is literally hilarious. Nobody really knows my real age, but. <laughs> That's how, <laughs> that's how it started. So, how old are you really? Or are you not going to tell us? I'm, I'm 25, and close. most people think I'm 30. So, I've had some before. Like, when I got seven or eight, we were winning so many different races and go-karts. I wanted to run the senior class. So, my father forged my birth certificate so I could look like I was 15, which obviously <laughs> didn't look like it. Oh. Got away with it. Um, how you doing, President Lombardo? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, t- I told you, it's an Italian thing. <laughs> it is, I know, I know. But I, I have older siblings, and I always wanted to race against my brothers, so everyone would ask me if we're twins, and I'm like, no, we're not twins. They're like, well, how are you the same age? And I'm like, shit. <laughs> uh, we are- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. So is your, is your brother still racing? No, everybody got out after go-karts. They never... They never made the jump up to the big cars. They were probably the only smart ones, and uh, <laughs> they do their Saturdays off. But I, uh, they kind of got. I got hurt when I was ten years old, the sprint car, and that kind of scattered us out of the sport a little bit. And we uh, we took a little bit of time off, but then I was the one that wanted to jump back in. So here I am. Uh, how how bad was the the extent of the injury? Uh, I broke my pelvis, my right leg, Ooh. my tailbone. I was I was messed up pretty bad. And like I said, I'm only 25 years old, and I've already had two back surgeries because of the accident. Yep. So I was messed up for for quite a while. That was you got to think you're you're 10, you're going into middle school. I missed all of my first year of middle school, so my uh, my parents weren't too fond of that. So I kind of took a step back a little bit, and uh, it's kind of where my nickname, the outlaw, came from because. 
I told my father I never wanted to be a kid that was scared of anything. Like the thing that almost killed me, I wanted to get back in. So yeah. it was two years after that, they put me back in a sprint car again. And I actually won my first night out of Whip City. So oh, nice. it was it was definitely an experience, something I was scared to do at first. But I, I can't say I don't have fears, but there's nothing that literally scares me to death. I can just hop in anything and go at this point. So you switched over to the modifieds because screw those sprint cars and things are dangerous as hell. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely are. They they got a a special place with me. I definitely want to get back in one, but I uh I got a little piece of the chili bowl when I went down there a couple of years ago, so I'm kind of hooked on them again. But uh, I don't know if the opportunity comes up, I would do it, but I would never own one. What the what the hell did Billy Pouch Jr. tell us about the difference between modifieds and sprint cars we had on one? He said something like, "If you want, you drive a sprint car. If you want to get laid, you drive a modified. If you don't want to have surgeries or something." Yeah, something like <laughs> something that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah. It's kind of funny. You still get laid if you drive a dirt modified. There's pit lizards there for them, those guys too. So I mean, you might be bottom barrel. Like, all right. So sprint car pit lizards are probably your top shelf liquor. And then you're getting, like, box wine and draft beer is, like, the modified pit lizards. <laughs> your rail drinks. Yeah, your rail drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah your rail man. drinks. You know, the warm, flat fucking uh, draft beer. That's that's modified pit lizards. So, oh, you know. Uh, well, we, got, we got to say something for the street too, stuff. You love hey, too. that's right. I'm not going to say no. I'm not proud and never been. So, who am I? I'm here to provide a service. Make sure you edit that so my wife don't hear that part. Um. <laughs> So you came uh, down, you used to run at Orange County um, before, um, well, uh, before the new surface went down. What was your experience like driving on the original 1857 surface there? Um, it was pretty good. I mean, uh, there was definitely a lot of improvements that they had to make. I mean, oh, yeah. I remember this, this is a story that I tell all the time, which is it, it's funny and it's funny that they changed it afterwards, but uh, there was a guy who came to Eastern States one year, I think it was 2015, and he was definitely older. He's in his 80s, and he pointed up to the lights, and he goes, you see that light right there? And I said, yes, sir, I do. And he goes, that light was there when I was three years old. And I was like, uh, you're probably not wrong. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not. Yeah, no, he's not. I think he installed it. No, like, literally, I, I laughed. He's like, dude, I'm not joking. Like, these lights literally were here when I was fucking born. And I'm like, wow. I, I didn't even, like, put that in the perspective of how old the place really was which isn't yeah. a bad thing it just it, everyone knows it needed improvement so oh yeah when uh when chris larson came about and and wanted to do it it was a a saving grace that place i mean they, they probably would still be racing to this day just racing wouldn't be the same um so when he came through everybody wanted to start going there the way that i looked at it was when i was racing for bill pasquale i had a full-time big block ride i was 18 years old Mm-hmm. And that came to an end. So what I looked at at 18 years old was how many big block rides are there at Orange County. I mean, there's not many car owners there. Hallmark no, was just is... coming into right. it was just coming into play into the factor there. And I thought to myself, if I want to pull a ride out of this place, I either need to be 100% involved with the Hallmark guys, which was so hard to get into, and I didn't have the opportunity to, so I decided to leave and go somewhere where there was more car owners and more, you know, opportunities down the road. So I chose to go to Lebanon Valley out of my own pocket. My father owned the race car and told me, listen, I know you're you're 19 years old, and if you want to race, you better go figure out how to get some money up. And I decided to go to the place that cost the absolute most fucking money possible. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Pick the, yeah, pick the valley. Yeah, real brilliant. <laughs> yeah, literally. So... When I went there, uh, it was a learning experience right out of the box, and we won our fourth week out in a big block with an engine mm-hmm. that probably belonged at Middletown. And uh, it, it was a funny story. I, I got a phone call the next day from Paul Wino, who's now my entire car owner, owns my whole operation, and he told me I'm going to send you a check in the mail to fill up your quarter panel that had no sponsor on it. And I was like, okay, well, I've had so many sponsors call me and tell me this before. It's like – it's only so many times you can take that without, you know, not believing yeah. them. I've never right. had somebody physically send me a check out of nowhere. But uh, he sent me a check that got us through the whole rest of the season. And since then, he's owned everything I'm strapping into. So nice. it's uh, 
it was a blessing in disguise going there. I definitely didn't think that was going to happen, but I'm not complaining. That's pretty awesome. He's got cool. you have yeah, you have a win at Orange County. I was there that night that um you went like let's say deeper than Horton did on the last <laughs> lap there. <laughs> oh man, Jimmy Horton came up to me on the last lap pass and after the race, I mean I I did, I scored him. <laughs> Yeah, you it did. Was five <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I was, I was licking my chops the last couple laps, and it was the only opportunity I had. And back then, I mean, if you started fourth, you were almost guaranteed to not win. Like, it was so yeah, incredibly right. hard to pass. So, I don't know. I, I doored him, and I was so nervous after him. Like, this guy is going to kick my fucking ass. <laughs> I know it. I was, I was ready for it. I was watching my back the whole time, and I saw him, like, He's walking nice and slow down pit road, and I'm like, here we go. I'm going to get knocked out by a fucking veteran. It's going to come right now. He walked up to me and shook my hand, and he goes, you know, kid, I would have done it ten times harder to you. And I was like, holy <laughs> oh, no shit. shit. Yeah, I, I, that was bad. I was puckered up, I'm not going to lie. It's the only time Jimmy Horton's ever scared me. I thought he was going to knock me out. So. <laughs> well, ask you should ask Brett Hearn next time you talk to him what Jimmy Horton did it to him at 1985 at the Lebanon Valley 200. You know, we were just talking about that the other day. Not me. Oh, were you? One of my crew talking about that. Yeah, I heard it got pretty fucking ugly. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did. Jimmy literally – oh, it's on YouTube. Just look it up. Jimmy literally waited for him to two take him out, and he got him. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, and he got him. Oh, and boy. that's when the when fun – oh, oh, and that's when the fun began. When you see one of these good guys really letting everybody buy – you should know right then and there that it's time to pull it in because they're coming after you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope. Well, Hearn was leading like, Brett, what are you doing? You know why he's out there. You know you race against Jimmy. Jimmy don't take shit. He thought you took him out. He's literally riding around waiting for you. That's exactly <laughs> what he, he changed his flat tire. He went out and he waited for him to take him out, and yeah, he got him. That's definitely uh, that's bad news right there. You don't want yeah, that to happen. No, especially with Jimmy back in those days. He would have kicked his ass, too, on top of that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, oh, I miss those days. Now you can't even do that. Any- well, I mean, Matt Shepard oh. thinks he can do and hit anybody he wants. All right, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's there's rougher people out there, and there's there's some people that just don't care. I mean, that that's the problem. That's yeah, the problem that what we do right now. I mean, there's a lot of people that will literally wreck themselves and you. Right. Yeah, we were just talking about pre-show. Remember them? What was that? What'd you say? Sorry. We, we were just talking about a couple of those guys uh, before we start uh, pre-show. Yeah, before we started recording. Yeah. Before we started recording. <laughs> so, uh, no, I mean, it, the, the the bad part about it is, listen, I, I'm, I'm 25 and I do this for a living. So when I go out there and somebody gets angry and it's their, you know, Saturday night driver or whatever yeah. it is and they take you out, it's like, you know, you didn't just screw my points. I don't really care about the point deal. I'm there to win races, but. Now I look at how much money I just lost for the night. So you, you get a new respect for the sport. You try to respect people more so they don't come after you. That's true. Yeah, that's true because everybody's spending money. Yeah, and it's not cheap. Probably there, there's not one person where you could point and say, hey, you know, they're they're spending more money than everybody on a weekly basis. I mean, you got your you got your big teams that definitely are spending some serious dough. But yep. a lot of these smaller teams are spending a ton of money also, you know. Yep. You don't see them pulling with these big trailers and nope. you know three or four cars. It's you know their their car at home costs them a hundred thousand dollars to build just like ours. So, well, you know you uh, you bring up uh, the the Hallmark drivers and everything. So we got to know, um, have you gotten Friesen to pick your lottery numbers yet for the week? Yeah, he picked ours. <laughs> yeah, well, if that's the case, and I'm coming over because uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling them. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's uh, I've never seen anybody that lucky in my life, and it's oh. we joke about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, we I used to bust Anthony Farago's balls about that too, because he'd go on the the short track super series and he's pulling number ones every week, and I'm like, dude, like I don't even care about the racing part at all. Just like go get me a scratch off or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, a five billion dollar I want, preferably. Literally, you ain't kidding. But I mean, I it's, mean... it's definitely. Everyone says it's fixed. I mean, listen, who I, – I don't see it being fixed myself. I just – I have a lot of respect for Brett Deo, and I don't think he would actually do that, especially with somebody who can come from the back. I mean, honestly, they should start going to the races and say, Shepard and Stu, here, here's number 55 and 56. Go start in the middle of the pack. Right. Yes, That's I agree. 
because I do not, I do not like redraw. I don't like redraw races. I'd rather see if there's somehow you can handicap the series somehow. Cause like those two guys and we could pick a handful of others that do not need to start up front. They don't. Exactly. Well, the first time, well, second time now we redrew the night that I doored Horton there to win. Uh, It was like a, it was twin twin thirties or whatever they were. And you had to redraw on the front row. Yes. And I, I remember uh, Stewie, he was in front of me in the first race or whatever, and we got into it. So I redrew number two. Or I redrew number one, actually. And I literally, if there is 12 numbers to draw, I'm drawing 12 any day of the week. I already know that, so I just choose not to draw. But uh, Stewie pulled up next to me, and he gave me the finger after I drew number one. And I knew he was pissed at me, and I'm like, all right, cool. He's going to fucking dump me lap one. Here we go. I draw number one. I'm going to be lap one. This is wonderful. I can't wait. But we never actually got to us, but we uh, sat. And then just this past week when we were at Orange County for the Dirt Series race, I finished third in the last heat. So we were the last one to redraw. So I couldn't even pick my fate. You know, yeah. thank God yeah. it was number three. And afterwards, my, my old man looks at me and he goes, man, you got a good draw. I said, yeah, because I didn't fucking draw. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was left over. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. And I didn't even know it was left over. I literally was totally spaced out. I was paying attention to who drew what and i was like here we go here's number 12 i know for a fact it's number 12 i mean the hang you to figure because you picked number one and that's like a cry baby to me you know so he acts like it's like acting like my seven-year-old because he told him no <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it was it was when he first got the whole armor armor deal and you know he's gotten uh-huh. he's gotten a lot better with other drivers too i mean he's he's definitely the one to beat now him and Shepard, it's we're all taking notes from them now you know as much as that sucks to say why do you why do you think that is? Um, that they have well, not for nothing, but no, no, you're, why, not why? Their, you're not beating their technology. You know, when Stu gets out of his his uh, his dirt modified, he's jumping into a late model, and he's got the technology from his late model into the dirt car, and then he gets in the truck, and he's got engineers all over the place that are doing the things for him. Like, don't get me wrong, he probably hit on it himself, right. but time he's got one phone call away to call any engineer that he wants where most yeah, he, of us drivers don't have that right uh, but you know matt shepherd is a mechanical engineer so he, advantage there to him for just the simple fact that he's a mechanical engineer and he has randy kasaki too right exactly so honestly not to knock on anybody but i don't have a crew chief i i do this setup wise on my own i'm, I'm trying to train a guy now who started helping me halfway through the year to be my crew chief. And I do most of my work with my car owner and, you know, look at what we're racing against. Like we literally were joking around at the racetrack at Lebanon Valley this week. I want people to look at my team. And I think my average age is like 22 years old. Yeah. You guys, I, I saw you guys last year. Yeah. You know, I have one older guy that comes to the shop every night that helps me out as much as he can, but he, he's not super mechanically inclined. So he just, you know, if something needs to be cleaned or whatever it is, he's on it. But when it comes to the technology part of it, it's all of us kids trying to put our minds together against, like, Randy Kasaki and, and you know, Matt Shepard. Just that duo right there alone. It's like, look at how much knowledge sits between the two oh, people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's an encyclopedia itself right there with those two guys. Oh, exactly. So just, just to be able to run with them. Like, okay, we finished third in our heat. Everyone's like, oh, great, we finished third. And I'm like, yeah, I wanted to win it. But when you look at Shepard finished fourth, it's like, okay, you know, maybe we we're decent enough to hold him off, but doesn't mean that we're going to do it in the fucking future. We better get to work. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I mean, it, me and Michael, tough. we'll, we'll volunteer. Game. We'll volunteer to be your crew chief. I'll do it remotely. It'll be from Maryland. always cold. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we'll put Mike on Skype. Cold. Yeah, we'll have Mike on a Skype call. Like, we'll look like a Formula One team. We'll have like a monitor up there. We can call Mike, and Mike's running <laughs> times. I'll tell you to pull in for tires and warm ups, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and Mike's all Deal. about the heat cycle. Mike's Mike's the tire guy. He likes heat cycles. Yeah, yeah. We're we'll gonna figure it. We're we'll gonna figure it out. Uh, any significance of your number thirty five? Yeah, it's the uh, the number my grandfather his his most famous car that he owned back in the day was number thirty five. But uh, I actually I have a lucky number. I thought about changing my number a couple of years ago to number eleven. It's it's I don't know a weird lucky number for me, and I, I like to play roulette, so I always bet big on eleven. And look at me, I'm still fucking broke. So clearly it's not that lucky. But, <laughs> no. Um, 
That's going to be your redraw numbers from now on, too, if you did that. Oh, yeah. Well, not 12, dude. I'll take it. <laughs> no, you'll just be 11 all the time. 11. Perfect. I, it's better than 12. I'd rather start on the bottom, right? There you go. Start on the side. <laughs> now you got something to look forward to, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. But if you look at, you know what, uh, Mr. Dirt, hopefully I make the redraw. And if I draw number 11, I'm going to give you a shout out and say, you fuckers jinxed me. Oh yeah, all right. And, and buy a shirt. Make sure to throw into a buy a shirt too. Then I don't care. What do you call I will. I will. Right. I, I want to wear one. Well, I, you got to get me one so I can wear it during the redraw. <laughs> Give us an address and your size, or message us uh, through our uh, our Facebook page. Will do. Or message me privately. Uh, we're friends on Facebook. Whatever. <laughs> if you look at my number. The 35 in the bottom left corner of the three, there's always a hidden number 11, like a shadow of an, of an 11 on it that most people don't see. But I got to at least have the number on the card just for some kind of good luck. So now's probably not the best time to tell you this. But <laughs> no, 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 just don't. Just shush. Just shush. Usually we'll when, later. Usually we'll when later. Tell <laughs> usually, after the season. <laughs> usually when drivers come on the show, they shit the bed afterwards. Yeah, ask Garrison Krentz if he likes us anymore. Yeah, he blew his motor after he talked to us. Yeah. Oh, Billy <laughs> Jr., we put his ass in a hospital. No. <laughs> he was no, scheduled we're to come on. Oh, yeah, then he got, like, bad diarrhea or something. So he got dehydrated. <laughs> he couldn't come on. And then as, you know, a couple other things happened. So, yeah, oh, we totally screwed. The only person who was at, well, T-Bone, Justin Harris, went on a tear. And yeah. Brian Godown, and only two other people. Yep. Yep. So we try to keep going for retired drivers. So, yeah, so if you win this week coming up, then, yeah, you got to give us a shout-out because you broke the curse. Yeah, he yeah. broke the curse. Like, yeah, the curse, of the, the curse of the loud pedal Pete. Yeah. Yeah, if, and if not, when I'm coming down pit row, I'm going to grab the microphone. I'm going to motherfuck you guys. There you go. <laughs> and they say, are you not entertained? Essentially, we'll, essentially we will take any publicity. Yeah, we don't yeah, care. Well, I mean, we're, we're, just like you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're two idiots, so, I mean, yeah. who cares? Like, when we go down oh, to piss, we like to shake hands. Like, we see some of the drivers down the show. They, like, all scatter and run and shit. It's like, dude, what the hell is going on? What are we, the plague? The fuck is this? <laughs> oh, man, that's yeah. great. There's only, it's only, um, so, only, like, two yeah. drivers talk to us still, and it's because they're so young, they have no idea. Yeah, they, they, they're clueless, you know. <laughs> they're, they're too young. Be on the show, that's why. <laughs> yeah. you, call, you call me at eight o'clock past their bedtime, they can't do that. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, so, so yeah. at least we got some drivers on. Yeah, they're actually they're actually quarter midget drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> past champion, past Oakland Valley champion from 1965, we had on one time. Nice. It was at 4:30 p.m. right before dinner. I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He had to go to. Uh, yeah, he had to go to get his early bird special. So. So we did that that show from work. That was a shit show. Or he had a glass of warm milk and some cookies. <laughs> and his Hocking medicine. Up a long his time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his oxygen tank. So he switched the tanks on me. <laughs> Holy shit. See, I told you we were going to have this. going to be a fun show. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So are you racing Albany Saratoga on Friday nights? No, we stopped, uh, we stopped about a month ago. I, uh, we were getting real close in the point battle at, at Lebanon Valley. My biggest issue is I don't, I don't have enough health really. I mean, there was yeah. halfway through the year, I, we had a bit of a shock issue going on, a shock bracket issue. And I bent more shocks than I even want to talk about, but it was, uh, it was my fault for getting the wrong bracket and not realizing it, but I bent a shock on lap one. And I remember, uh, Jack's B shock flipped. So it was a red flag, but I didn't even realize. I thought I was like sitting in a rut, but the right rear shock was just tweaked. So I pulled in the pits when they went back to caution, and I jumped out of the car with my helmet on. I changed the right rear shock, and I drove the second from dead last. Okay. And after that, I literally I came home, and I told my corner, I said, I don't want to have to do this anymore. Like, this is – that's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's cool to talk about, but you shouldn't have to do that. No. But, uh, no, you should at least be able to take the helmet off first before you change the shock. I mean, damn. <laughs> Yeah. It's funny because I'm taking the shock off and I hit the rotor and for some reason lap one the rotor was already fucking smoking hot and I burned my thumb so I didn't even put the glove back on and I remember I have a GoPro video 
of the blood literally shooting out of my oh, thumb shit. as I'm going into turn oh, one. Shit. I'm like, that's pretty badass, man. I, that's cool. <laughs> I might have some girls messaging me from that one, so I got to post that video. Remember, bottom rack, remember that. <laughs> the speed rack, remember the speed rack. <laughs> rail drinks. <laughs> the rail drinks. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, like, so, like, you're accident prone, like, you don't, uh, yeah, Mike, he's, he's jinxed himself, so you don't need us to help it. Yeah. If anything, we might reverse the curse. That's true. You might. You might. I can I can fuck some shit up on my own. Yeah. Yeah, you sound like you don't need our help helping you with that. I mean, you literally had oh, third-degree burns on your – you have no more fingerprints on one of your hands because of the rotor. I mean, you know. That's it. You just got to get back in the car and act like it didn't happen. Exactly. Stay with the black paint scheme because that is so – Badass, because I saw your car up uh, July 4th weekend at the uh, Lebanon Valley. I was like, dude, that car is just sweet. Yeah, I like that. I, You know, my, yeah. my father owns an auto body shop, and he's just, he's so spray gun happy. He loves the orange car. So the, the one orange car we have, I'm like, you know what, Dad, just do whatever you want. So he painted, like, every single goddamn panel. The car is, like, 100 pounds heavier than it should be, but it looks good. So... Yeah. I'm over here. Oh, I gotta boy. go on a diet because my dad wants to spray paint the yeah. fucking car. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Now I'm gonna find where I'm gonna lose a hundred fucking pounds because you got like Literally. all that's in paint. Literally, you be Taco Bell's I number mean, one wow. customer, and I have been back since. And God, yeah, for, yeah. God forbid you get in an accident, some of the paint chip off, and then you're light at the scales afterwards. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dude, literally. Imagine literally. that. <laughs> like, I found a way I, where we could get down because of the paint, and like a chip fell off because I rubbed with Tremont a little bit. We got in traffic. So now, out fucking, now I'm too light, and it cost me a win. Son of a bitch. Yep. Yep. You know, it's funny. Orange County, we go over the scales after the heat race, and I was like 2610. You got to be 2,500 pounds, and the guy sticks his head in the window. He goes, I think you should take some lead off this. I said, I can't cut limbs off, bud. <laughs> so I just kept going. But he goes, you're that heavy? I said, I mean, I'm a bigger guy. It's just, fuck, we got about 13 gallons of paint on this car, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, thanks thanks for pointing out my weight problems, too, asshole, you know? <laughs> yeah, should have punched him right in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah punched him. Elderly Let's man. talk about you and your family problems, jerk off, you know? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> And your shit-stained white shirt that's kind of half-ripped oh, with a pocket dude. in your Marlboro. Yeah, I know what they look like. That's just, that's just, that's ridiculous, dude. Oh, they all How dare look you. like. What's We'll take care of him. What? So, besides the valley, what big races do you plan on doing besides the valley? Wait, what'd you say? You said bigger shows? Yeah, what bigger shows you got on your agenda for the rest of the year besides that uh, Mr. Dirt race? Yeah, so after Mr. Dirt, we're going to go to uh, Oswego with a small block is the plan right now. Nice. Um, I'd like to go to Port Royal. Just my my issue with that whole deal is I, I have a lot of – we have all big blocks and one, one spec small block now. So, you know, I, I don't want to bring either one of those down there. I'd rather bring an open small block that I don't have. So if I'm at a disadvantage, I won't even go. So we're, uh, as of right now, it's just Oswego and, uh, and Eastern States. And for Eastern States, if they allow me to run Sportsman, I'm going to be the guy to move down and do that. And I'll run Sportsman 358 and Big Block. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I, even called, the, the Port Royal race. Gary, uh, yeah, fuck them. Who cares? Listen, it puts food on the table. If it's five grand to win, I'm running it. There's nothing anybody's going to say. So That's it. And the assholes, assholes that are complaining about it have never been in a car in their life. So. That's right. Yeah. Not for nothing. I got beat by a fucking 13-year-old last year. So everybody That's should just stop saying that. Hey, we're actually having him on the show in a couple weeks. Yeah. You better, you better hit him at like 7 o'clock. He's got school the next day. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got the we haven't had we didn't get the <laughs> so well, it's actually so gonna be know. it's actually gonna be an educational video. We're gonna help him with his math homework yeah. that night. We're gonna have the cookie <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have the cookie monster and the camp do some shit. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have uh Mesh Big Bird do some stuff. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I saw him after he won the race, I congratulated him. I said, How much of that money are you gonna get? And he looked at his dad and he's like I don't really know. And I said, buy the kids some bat- mass box cars or something on the way home. I mean, he kicked our fucking asses. 
So <laughs> at least oh, Fox cars. Wow. I mean, that's just yeah. But you're young. Like if I'm 48 and if I got beat by a third tier, I just I just pack it in. I mean, life, wow, everything, the whole kit and caboodle. 25. It don't it don't sit well. I went to Georgetown this year with a crate car, and he passed me in my heat race, and I went full tilt wow. around him on the top. I terrified him over the bank. He was not again. <laughs> I saw that. I never like, hear wow, the end of it. My car owner smoked. would call me. When your car owner calls you to make fun of you, he's going to really make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. I, I, all I said, wow, LJ got smoked by a 12-year-old. <laughs> Literally. His voice says he even changed that. He just smoked this guy. <laughs> a big block. I'm telling you. That's moving on up to you. You know that. Kid would have had his first kiss right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All because of you. Yep, fucking A. All right, $100,000 question. Right, Lebanon Valley, right? $100,000 question. Lebanon Valley. Coming down to four. Pick up the checkers. hundred grand to win. It's you and Andy Bicchetti. You dumping them? <laughs> uh, I think Andy would give you the same answer I'm going to give you. I would wreck any person at that fucking place for a hundred grand. Good, because we're going to good because we're going to ask him next week because he's on the show after you. So. <laughs> no, you you can you can ask him because I, I I would hope he would say yes. Um, I, I honestly for a hundred thousand dollars it could be my mom strapped in that car and See. we're going fucking toe to toe. I would do the same thing. That's a man. That's a man after my own heart. I would dump my my grandmother for a hundred grand. You know. Uh, I, I give her you know ten grand when I'm done and just pocket the rest. Yeah. And there we go. That's you know, it. You know, Mike Mahaney danced around the question for about a half an he, hour. Yeah, because we asked him if he'd take out his brother-in-law or his two-be brother-in-law Billy Pouch, and he gave the most. Uh, what would you say? Political answer. He just danced around. It. I said, Michael, the answer is yes. You said yes without saying it. It's yes. I should have said absolutely. We asked Allison Ricky, would you take your father? She said, God damn right I would. I was like, see, that's how you do that. He's the uh, only one that no. danced around. Everybody, everybody else would dump. Maresca, he what? He gunned for David Schilling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He even yeah. picked out who he would take out. That Maresca goes. Then I would give him twenty five grand. No, I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Dude. Exactly. No, listen, me and Andy have had our issues there before. Believe it or not, last week, my, my father doesn't go to the race anymore. He, he likes to sit on a pool pool float and watch the races on Dirt Track Digest, which I don't fucking blame him. But uh, yeah. Yeah. he called me last week and he goes, man, it was eight laps in a row. Me and Andy were side by side. We never touched. He gave me room. I gave him room. It's Listen, I, I was young and dumb and shit happened. We, we moved forward and and that's it. We're both racing for the same thing, you know. It's yeah. Why wreck yeah. each other this week? Because he knows that if I wreck him this week, more money for our car owners. We're gonna make less money. It's it's not even worth it, you know. It, it's nope. It's not. Definitely not. No, it really isn't. <laughs> Race cars cost way too much money, and it's uh, stupid. No, we we got a fleet of them in our shop. Don't get me wrong. I, I we have cars that we're trying to sell. We have too fucking many of them, and I know Andy does too. So what are we gonna do? Just go out there and destroy one car this week, and then the next week he's gonna come destroy mine, and we're down to whatever number we're at. You know. Well, yeah. Then suspend. Then nobody's making money. And then he could possibly it's gonna get heated. Suspensions come with fights and all that. All that whole stupid shit that goes there, with it. There wow. is there is a kid in New Jersey who comes from a we'll say a wealthy family that. He will straight up tell you he has no problem taking your ass out and wrecking you and him because he'll have another brand new car next week. Yes. Yep. He, he won't come to Lebanon Valley and do that. I can tell you that for free. No, he will never come up to New York and do that to Eddie because they'll, dude, you're, uh, you're going to go home. Like, which it's, you're... Not, it's not for nothing, but New Jersey racing down there. We say it all the time. New Jersey, Pennsylvania. It's like you, you got to be so aggressive because they are all yeah. aggressive, you know? And yeah, no, it's the, true. The problem yep. is. You come to Lebanon Valley, nobody's going to do that because you're doing 140 miles an hour. You know, it, right. someone will get killed yep. at that place. It, it's no yeah. joke, man. You it's definitely way too fast. They, they need to slow the place down. Like, I thought Bridgeport was fast when the big track was there, but absolutely the fuck not, man. This, this Lebanon Valley is just, it's stupid fast. It really 
Yeah, we don't need to slow anything down. I think we need to make it faster. No, no. I mean, but, but you also <laughs> don't need a driver to come in and start wailing on people. You know? No, absolutely, no. absolutely. No, no, no the, God, no. You got to have some not only respect for other drivers, but respect for that race car too. Of course. No, yeah, no, not we don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to see that. But no, you're you're 100 right. Brian and I talk about this all the time. You know, down down here, drivers are just there's there's so much more aggressive. And I think a lot of it is product of the tracks, too. Like, when you go to, like, Grandview and, like, Big Diamonds, just the, the racing is so close because the track is, is so small. Narrow. Like, yeah, they're, yes, narrow. They're, oh. they're narrow. I mean, there's just, if you want to go to the front, unfortunately, you're going to have to bang wheels and move some people out of the way. Exactly. I hate fixing these things, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. even want to drill a rub rail out, <laughs> let alone, you know, destroy a car. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to do that either. No. No, I, I saw a video actually. Brett posted an in-car camera of his heat race. Uh, I don't know, was it last week or whatever? And you know, he's driving to the front, and of course, you're, you're getting in heated battles with these people. And even those guys, they'll just move each other out of the way, and it's fine. It's not even like there's a fight in the pits after. And I'm like, dude, if I did that at Lebanon Valley, I'd literally have my head popped off before I got to the scales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's, it's insane. You can't get away with any of that up here at all. No, no, no. Well, it, it's it's funny, like the tour races, like uh, Deo's races and stuff, and you have a lot of New York guys come down. It's funny how clean those guys race the New York guys, though. Yeah, it's like they're they're kind of behaved, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's good at least. Uh, maybe I'll go. Oh race yeah. Well, because they're Deo. gonna get slammed. They're gonna get slammed. You're gonna get taken out and have concrete being picked from your teeth. Is what's gonna happen. It's yeah, like they know. Know. Hey, you know, I mean, like, just stock your. We're here to it's race. So want to be. You want to be an idiot? Okay. Well, you're not right running the rest of the night. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We go off for practice, running to the back of me. It's like, all right, but I guess we're both done for the night. <laughs> yeah. Because. It, yeah. Yeah. It, at warm ups. Yeah, they do that shit at warm ups. <laughs> Some of these tracks down there. Yeah, they do. It's like, what do you do? It's warm-ups. <laughs> you gotta, you got to bring three cars because you got to warm-up heat race and a feature. you got to make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all three. yeah. You one for each. I had to go to, like, three backups tonight. Wasn't <laughs> my primary warm-ups. Wasn't that, uh, when we went to that last New Egypt race, wasn't that Dibble that flipped in warm-ups? No, that it was in heat race. No, it was in his heat race. Yeah, it was in his heat. Oh, yeah, he destroyed that thing. That thing, well, there's nothing left to it. That car had like two races yeah, well, on it when they got it. You know, he's a ramrod, so. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's not um, the uh, cleanest of drivers. No, there's uh, somebody was pissed off at him. Oh, matter of fact, Matt Shepard. Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Shepard was mad at him yeah. Saturday night at Orange County. It's like, well. <laughs> Don't punch him in the face like you did to McLaughlin. I don't know what to tell you. We don't want you to punch him in the face. I'll pay you to punch him in the face. Oh my god. Oh, I mean, did you see did you see what happened? Did you see what happened? I mean, did you see what happened with Shepard and Mac, Mad Max? Oh yeah. You can't tell. What was your you call? What was Max? your call oh, on that? Um, I think it was it, it was a racing deal, but it wasn't. I mean it's it, Listen, it's lap you. one. I've made mistakes. I've made mistakes too. And yes, was the track wet? Yes, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, it was lap one. Like there, you can pass. I don't think you got to be that aggressive on lap one. But I also wasn't there. I was watching on TV, so I just need right. to shut up and just let them do. You know. But yeah, uh, there's no way that punch didn't hurt. I, I can tell you that. Uh, now, do you think he intentionally went to punch? Because no I have a whole different scenario about that. I don't know if he intentionally meant to punch him. I mean, Matt literally built that whole car, you know? Yes, that's right. Put yes. The whole car together. <laughs> Max, Max was sending, he sent me a Snapchat of it in Matt's shop, you know? And it's like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he went down there wanting to fight him. I mean, I, you never know, though. I don't know what happens behind closed doors. Maybe they just argued the whole way down and wanted to kill each other. You, you never really know. True. I still say, I still say Shepard slipped on ice. He went to go give him like a hug or something like that. That, all right, we're cool. And he slipped and he accidentally, well, he had his hand closed, right? And and he accidentally fell into Max's face. That's how I saw it. It, it, it could be. I mean, that's, that's yeah, very, who's, very, it's very plausible. Watch the video. It's on video. 
Oh, of course. Of course. Well, of course the video had to be so blurry. I mean, if somebody w- sees him walking up the max, I mean, at least pull your phone out a little sooner. And yeah, get yeah, I know. Phone that's yeah, not, who's the not, asshole that that? a flip phone. I think they filmed with <laughs> yeah. a flip phone, honestly. They could at least ask Matt to wear a GoPro on his way over there. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, here, Shepard, put it on your put shoulder or something. They really need to get their shit together with this kind of stuff. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, right, right away, the camera should have been following him. They knew he was pissed. I mean, they should exactly. have followed him was, Yeah, where Vince McMahon could have announced the whole thing going down. It would been like a WWE <laughs> thing. He could, it, they could have made some money on it, but no. Yeah, what's uh, what's the uh, what's the TV series that follows the Dirt series? Uh, um, oh, the, the Dirt was, Vision. Dirt Vision. Dirt Vision should have been right over there with a camera. Dirt Vision should have been all Shane, in that. Hell yeah. Shane Andrews oh, yeah, should have so, been over there announcing it. Shane like Andrews. Shane like, come Andrews. On. I can hear him now screaming "Pow!" One to the kisser. That would be pretty <laughs> great. <laughs> like the old Batman series. Pow! Is it? <laughs> Oh man, that's driving in a popcorn fart, kids. You know. <laughs> hey, at yeah. least at least Max is a good sport about it and made some money off of the incident. I was that was clever. I I was kind of shocked, yeah, and honestly, was. the funny thing that I read was when Max posted that. Matt Shepard commented on. He goes, "You better send me one of those." <laughs> that was. Oh, we got Max sports. on the show. I'm, yeah, I know, we... I know they're friends. You can't tell me you haven't gotten in an argument with one of your friends before. Exactly. Absolutely. We used to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, yeah. So fun and game. And we had, and we had Max on the show, and of course, yeah, we we asked him about it, and he said, you know, his little take on it. He goes, "We're all good. It's all good," and it was fine. So I was like, "Oh, that's good." It was the first question we asked him. Yeah, we got right out of the way. I said, "Next time, pork out and train, and then go over there and knock his ass out." It's only old one. <laughs> He'd have to get on a stepping stool to be able to reach his face. It's like, wow. <laughs> hey, whatever you got to do. That's like, like a, a fucking trampoline. tower, dude. He's so tall. <laughs> I'm yeah. taller than Max, Shepard. Max is like 5'6". Max, yeah. So get a trampoline, he bronze, and like jumps on Shepherd? it. Four? What's that? Uh-huh. You're, you're taller than Shepard. What are you, like 6'4"? Oh, that's like 5'10", 5'9". Oh, Matt, no, Matt's, Matt's like 6'2". Oh, is he? I'm, I'm, All right, I'm, sure. I'm six foot. I'm six foot. I could easily reach his face with my fist. I'm six foot. Yeah, I, I was going to say I could reach my face with his leg, but I'd pull a freaking ACL or something. <laughs> be done. Leg sweep him. Keep it down in the midsection. I'm too fat for that. Yeah. Bring it back. You're Italian, man. Come on. Bring the bill. Oh, Bring I go the for the headbutt, dude. I go for the headbutt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pistol whip his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got a mean forehead on me, man. I, I could do some damage with that thing. There you go. Andre the Giant made a living doing it. <laughs> so if he went to headbutt Matt, you'd probably hit him, like, right in the throat. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Then he chokes down, and when he drops his head down, dude, then you break his fucking nose with your head. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set it up for Eastern States. Like <laughs> Let's set it up for Eastern States. Matter of fact. Let's do this. Deal. Actually, yeah, actually right in the middle of too. Yeah, we can put you in our in our boxing match. We tried. To oh get, yeah, the thirty first. There you go. Yeah, we tried to get we tried to get Shepard to agree to a boxing match with Stu, and he wouldn't do it. Nope. However, he Mike Guler said he'll fight anybody. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, <laughs> he's, a tough, he's a tough son of a bitch, Mike. I'll tell Mike you that. Is, he just looks yeah, like a is. crapper. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a he's a really good dude. He's a hell of a race car driver. That's why we call him the Mighty Mike Guler, because dude, he'll. He's, he's kind of laid back, like, go ahead, piss him off and mess around, you know, like one of those fuck around and find out deals with him. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll pass on that one. <laughs> I want, I, 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 there is a driver I would wish that would really just, really just piss him off. There's one driver specifically. I want to see him get out and knock the shit out of him. Oh, boy. Yeah. And you mentioned the sponsor before. Um, anyway, so our next <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, you're Mount Rushmore of racing. Mount Ru- you're Mount Rushmore of racing. Any class, any driver, living or dead, who's on your Mount Rushmore of racing? Mm. Don't Man, say Kyle Busch. Uh, Kyle Busch is a word I shouldn't say on this, but he is a... You can bitch. say whatever you um, want. 
I'd have to say, even even, <laughs> even just now, Kyle Larson's definitely top of the chart oh, yeah. now. But yeah, I I liked Kyle Larson even when he was just in sprint cars way back when I was a kid. But I'd say Kyle Larson, Dale Earnhardt Sr., uh, probably Tim McCready. I mean, you got to go with Brett Hearn for the records he has. You got to. Yeah. I, I got to one from each, each former racing, you know. I see Nick Sandone. That's how you pick a. T- that's how you pick a Mount Rushmore racing, minus the last pick. But <laughs> <laughs> Nick Sandone picked Kyle Busch in the game. All kinds of shit. Oh yeah. Oh, there was people like uh, taping <laughs> Snigger bars to him and stuff because he said that was good stuff. Um, that was, <laughs> really was. Uh, Kyle that's Busch a does pretty... a lot for the sport. That's the only good thing. I, I like when people give back to the sport, and he gives back to certain people. Yeah. But he just – I'll tell you right now, if I acted the way that he does about my crew, they would each punch me directly in the face. Yeah. And I hope they would. If I, honestly, if I worked for him and, like, if, you, if I made a mistake on pit road and he does what he does in his interviews, I would drive directly to his house and beat his fucking ass. I would do it right there where he's getting interviewed. I don't care. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. fired. I already made up my mind. You're getting, you're going to be spitting teeth out. I don't care. Somebody I, else will hire me. Yeah, I'd run I, don't, I don't roll like that. Not when I, people take their hard-earned time and, and help you out. Whether exactly. they're getting paid or not, they're still putting their all into you. So it's time to sit back. Absolutely. I'd probably, Absolutely. Take a, I'd probably take a pick cart and run his ass over while he's getting interviewed. Yeah. yeah. I'd bring Matt yeah. Shepard. we we'll sit right next to him. He can <laughs> knock his ass and piss it up. <laughs> Matt Shepard and Kyle Busch, who you got? Uh, Matt Shepard. Oh, definitely Shepard hands. Oh, Shepard hands down. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, come on. And Kyle Busch would sit there. Uh, Matt's just going to go in there and haul off and kick his ass. That's it. That's It's done. <laughs> Kyle's going to cry about it for a week on Twitter. You go, eh, yeah. eh, eh. And then, oh, you know, um, like, you don't, he's like one of those guys that doesn't learn. Like, you just got, now I have to beat you up again. How many times does it take for you to learn to keep your mouth shut? <laughs> right. Oh man, get wailed on a few <laughs> times and knock no sense into him. <laughs> yes, that's never. Uh, before we let you go, anybody you want to thank or give a shout out to, or both? Uh, yeah, my car owner definitely. He's he's the reason why I get to do this. If it wasn't for him, I'd be a part of the drinking crew across the across the way, which wouldn't be a horrible deal. But I'd much <laughs> rather be on the side I'm on. But uh, no, I, I I give out so much respect to him i've never had somebody besides my father really give me everything that this guy's doing and and anything that i think we need he just he comes up with it and it's it really is a dream come true he's he's a great guy he's only 40 years old and he's dumping all this money into a 25 year old and it's, it's an amazing thing honestly so just a big shout out to his family to all the respect that they that they have for all of us and our team and all the guys that uh, they put all this time in. I mean, it, it's tough the way we do this. I got one or two guys that come to my shop, and the rest of my guys live up by Lebanon Valley. So I, I got two teams trying to trying to work with each other, and everybody's just been gelling so good lately. So I have a ton of respect for the guys that put all the time and effort into into my whole deal, and I, I can't be any more grateful than I am. That's that's great, dude. That's awesome. Um, Hey, we wish you good luck going the rest of the year. Um, Mike, I'm trying to get Mike to come to the Eastern States. We'll come down and visit you if that happens. Oh, you better bring your drinking goggles. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's hey, bad. It's, it's real bad. Good ones. My, my old man, I'll say this just for everybody that listens to this, because if anybody knows my father, they understand that. My dad goes to the races to have a good time. Yes, he wants to run good, but my old man's going there to have a good night out. So, he brings a grill trailer with five grills on it and throws down the whole weekend long for anybody who's even walking by. He brings so much, so much alcohol. You're never hungry and you're never sober. So come stop by. <laughs> uh, that, oh, that, that, all right. We'll, we'll take you up on it. LJ, thank you so much for taking some time out and talking to us. It was, it was a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, we appreciate it. No, absolutely. I definitely appreciate it for sure. I've been listening to your guys' podcast and I'm looking forward to hearing the next few guys too. Awesome. Oh, thank Thanks, you. LJ. Well, Andy Piketty's yeah, Andy Piketty's next week. Thank you, LJ. Have a good one, bud. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right. You too. Yep, you See too. You, All right. That was the outlaw, Lewis Jr. Lombardo. 
or LJ Lombardo. <laughs> Dude, that was a blast. We were way off on the name. Oh, yeah, we were. That was a good birthday present, having a cool, funny show like that. That was really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And it was awesome. I, I enjoyed yeah, it. We're, we're I awesome. did laughs. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, the F4 got, it was carpet bombed this whole show, but hey. It's better do? than those episodes where you're, like, trying to pull conversation out of people. Oh, he was very, very personable. He's a really good runner, too. He really is. Really is. It's crazy. He may be going to, he's talking about maybe going to Georgetown tomorrow night. Yeah. He, it's He's oh. on his way back from, he's got a two-hour drive if he's living up around Lebanon Valley from down here. Uh. Oof, you got to turn around like, what, go now? <laughs> yeah, I know, tomorrow? I know. I know Shepard said he leaves <laughs> at like 9 a.m. for Georgetown. And turns around, drives back home when the race is over. That's that's insane. Yeah. I'll drive. A lot of driving. That was a good show. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I had a feeling it was going to be cool. I don't know why I just had one of those. Andy's going to be fun, too. He is going to be fun. Um, so, contest. Contest, contest. Oh, the contest. NS3? The NS3 contest is extended because of a rainout this past Saturday. Now, uh, street stocks are off this weekend at Bridgeport. So, the following weekend, September, Saturday, September 4th, I need your pictures of some candy bars. Either taped yeah. tape to Nick Sandone's car, taped to, to himself. Nick himself, yep. his, his father, whoever, his sweet door, whatever you, whoever you want to tape it to, that's on the NS3 crew. Yep. Uh, we'll get you a loud, uh, we'll pick a winner. Get you a, a special unicorn loud pedal shirt. That's right. There's not an actual <laughs> unicorn on the shirt, but it's like we just it's got magical. our shirt. Yeah, yeah, we just, we we just, just got, got our, our shirts, shirts and there's one that's a different color than the rest of them. So you would yeah, literally be the for. only person with that loud pedal shirt. And it's a size large. Yeah, that's it. It's a large, so you get what you get. Yeah, so uh, we're sorry. Don't ask for an extra large. You're getting the unicorn one. It's a large. You get, hey, a gift, whatever you got to do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just have fun with the contest because this is going to be absolutely hilarious because uh, I was informed by Nick himself that people were already Saturday to, to get them. But on you know, but Hurricane or whatever, Hurricane Henry coming through Bridgeport and all like basically all down South region was all shut down. They're ready. So like well, Mike we, said, we'll, we'll, we'll expect September 4th. You got two weeks to, to plan it out. It, oh, yeah. Go. Yeah. I don't. We don't care if they're minis. It could be full size. It could be twin. We don't care. Yeah. Make it fun. Yeah. Make it real fun. You could go live and post a video. I don't. Whatever you got to do. That counts. I'll be there. You can come grab me. I'll help you. Yeah. Mike will stick shit on Nick himself. You know, whatever. Yeah. Maybe Mike will win the shirt. We don't know. Maybe. No, I'm not going to. Now he's on the voting board. He can't do that. This isn't the presidential election. Can't yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You have to have ID to do this. You know, you have to actually be born in this country and living. So we got that going on. Uh, I don't think there was was there a whole lot of racing this past weekend. Uh, most most of your points are. I'm sure we did all right. Most of your points are starting to wrap starting up. To wind or, down. Yeah, they're starting to wind down. Uh, Orange County's uh, running got, big blocks again this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, let's see. One or two. What do, what, what do you pick for the 4-4? Four, four, one or two? He got two last week, so one. Uh, one, week. yeah. Yeah, because we know he's not starting out there outside the one or two. No. No. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah, who else? Right, Eckhor got canceled. Any, any any big news? Not really. Oh, Kyle Larson winning everything as usual. As usual. That's just leading the guys. Just leading the points on NASCAR. I just saw a stat. It's crazy. He he gained like 150 points on Denny Hamlin in the past like 12 races. That's a lot of points. Yeah, took the, took the lead from him. 
Oh, gee. Well, oh, okay, yeah, because what he'll be like the regular. Let's Not a the reset. regular season. Yeah. Like, come on, man. And then the points are reset, but he'll be still be first in points once they once they reset. He has the most wins. But still stupid. He wins in everything, and everybody's uh, of course coming up like. Everybody wants to save in the Northeast start modified. Yeah, we'd like to see that. Will it ever kind of happen? Who the hell knows? Yeah. It uh, remains to be unseen. It has to be a top car, obviously. It has to be a big race. So it would have to be... Like Port- an Eastern States, uh, third week. I think it's if it's going to happen, it's going to be at Port Royal. That makes sense. Because he, he knows the tra- track. He knows cars. Yes. He knows the yes. track. Yes. Is he, he's, he's raced there in a late model, too, I believe, hasn't he? I believe so. So a late model is super, uh, and a, they're, they're, they're kind of not one and the same, but they're, I don't not, know. Not far off, I don't think. Yeah, there's some there's some late model technology, I think, on these Northeast Dirt Modifieds now, what they're doing and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I have no idea. We could Plus be way wrong. They could be, they could be oh, really yeah, they could be like closer to a street stock, yeah. Yeah, what is that coming up soon? Is that next month already? That the the Port Royal race and the Honda race. I thought they were in October. They might be. I don't know. Is he he gonna run against Super Dirt Week? That'd be stupid. Yeah, that would be stupid. That'd be very stupid. Because none of the dirt guys would go. You can't. Well, well, the ones that signed platinum still would be there, obviously. Oh yeah, gee. Yeah, money, money, Matt. The the winner, money, Matt wouldn't be there though. No, because he's a contractual driver. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when the hell that race is. Like your your big races are coming up though. Soon. Yeah, real soon. Ten thousand to win uh, street stock race at Bridgeport coming up. Uh, I know two weeks Labor Day weekend. It's Saturday, September fourth. Is I believe that's the Mister Dirt Track USA to twenty five five to win that hundred lapper. That's a big one. That's coming up in two weeks or two uh, weeks or so. Utica Rome races that weekend too for twelve thousand to win. I'm not sure which day though. It's they're not the same day. Could be Sunday. I think it is Sunday. All right, uh, so that's the cold cracker, cold but that's cracker. Really, it turns into a, which is a Monday race technically. Yeah, really, it's a Monday race. So that uh, so, yeah, so you so. probably won't have any New York guys down there this year for that. Last year you did because yeah. New York wasn't racing. COVID, yeah, there was nowhere to race, which was cool for us. Yeah, yeah. When I was living in PA, but I'm back home. Um, yeah, I think that's the oh Jesus, the the New Yorker, I think it's called, Mike. It's a hundred lapper. Is it a hundred laps? The Utica Rome one? The Utica Rome, yeah. I, I believe so. I think that's the New Yorker. But the Mr. Dirt USA is kind of like, that's considered a crown jewel, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's 25000 to win. Yeah, and I think, who the hell won it last year? Tremont again? No, Shep, no, Shepard didn't win it. Not sure. I don't know, Kenny's won it the past two or out of three years or something. I think he might have even won it last year, so should be fun. I think uh, that's also an SDS race, too. Which one? The Mr. Dirt USA it's, one. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Uh, hang on. Go to one of these years. October 16th. Is it's the, Port uh, Royal. It's Port Royal. Short All right, so that's between. He stuck it in the middle. Yep. Because they used to say to be the following weekend. Oh, is it? Yeah. Tuesday the weekend before Halloween. Oh, okay. And then when's uh, the Victoria 200? Oh, that's early October. So probably the first weekend of October. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Around there, yes. For some reason, I thought the Victoria always uh, runs against the 76, or not the yeah, 76. That'd be late September then. Yeah. It's usually like late September, like first, like a yeah. weekend before Super Dirt Week going on or something like that. What the hell is Super Dirt Week? That's beginning October, isn't it? Yep. And they got the Super Nationals that week, too. Yeah. And then all your satellite races. and Yeah, that's one of the satellite races, too. So well, some... not, not for Dirt, but it's like the guys following points and all that stuff. 
Yeah. Where you go to Super. Yeah. And I think uh, Brewerton used to have one. I think they do something else at Fulton. There used to be Rolling Wheels when Rolling Wheels was around. Yeah, it's like the Sally shows are the badass ones. We're coming into More- uh, the, the big money races the next month or so. Yep. Yep, end of the year stuff. Yep. Say goodbye to 2021. I'm still interested who's going to win this $25,000 at uh, OCFS. <laughs> I probably, gee, what do you think, Brian? Uh, Larson's not even going to write a check. Well, yeah, well, it's just going back into the car. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, this dude, sudden, that, ch- that championship was 100% built for Stuart Friesen's schedule. Yeah, the whole playoff system was built for that little whiny douchebag Jimmy Johnson in NASCAR. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what they did. They changed the whole format so that Stuart Friesen had a chance yeah. to win the championship. Well, something different to try bullshit. Because he, he can't win a bullshit. track championship anywhere else because his NASCAR schedule. Right, Long, so okay, he, but that's what, hey, he can. He's pretty close to five this year, but <laughs> but he had to constantly go out there and win all the time. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, so those 100 percent built for Stuart Friesen. Sure, on a third, yeah. And everything scheduled, like as far as uh, when they're doing the Saturday rate big blocks, like who doesn't have NASCAR race that night? Even when they were doing the Thursdays, I'm pretty sure. It, was it went right around his schedule. Yeah, it went right around his schedule. I don't want to hear it's because we want to have, like, then he can show up when he doesn't have a commitment to his NASCAR. Yeah. That's kind of douchebaggish to, well, to the rest should, of everybody else. Shouldn't his NASCAR stuff come first? Shouldn't he be more focused on NASCAR and actually trying to win a truck race? <sighs> yeah, because they cost a little more money to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to run, and it's a lot more money payout. Where's that Liz? Whatever. Oh. For for you listeners out here. All right, Stu, this past Thursday night when the World of Outlaw Late Models came to town, heard it was a very good show, which is cool because I, I love super late models, regardless of the sanctioning body. This well's better. No, hands down. Hands down. Um, yeah, it's like Canadian football or NFL, gee. You know, yeah, right. right? Yeah. yeah, Canadian football. Anyway, uh <laughs> They said Stuart Friesen had the only driver, um, I'm assuming, in World uh, world Racing Group sanctioning yes. racing series. When did he ever win a World of Outlaw sprint car race? That's what I'd like to know. I know he had some sprint car wins. Yeah, but were they sanctioned by World of Outlaw? Sake? It's for you listeners. Drop us a message. Leave a comment. I, I'm Seriously, I want to know if, if he's ever won a World of Outlaw sprint car race. Yeah, that I have no idea. It that's would have tough. to be sanctioned by him. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know. That's tough to do. That's very tough to do. That is tough. Even the regular outlaw guys have a tough time winning on their own series. It's not easy. No, it's not. It's grueling, and you got you got the nation's best sprint usually, car drivers. Usually, usually somebody from the outside is winning a World of Outlaw race. It's a PA Posse guy. Yeah. Or Kyle Larson. <laughs> or, yeah, or Kyle Larson. <laughs> and Kyle Larson has beaten both of them, I think, at Williams Grove, the PA Posse and the World of Outlaws. Yeah. So. He, he's beaten them everywhere. He just shows up like, all right, I won. All right, congratulations, Kyle, on winning the 2022 Daytona 500. Yeah, I mean. The Indy 500, the Coca-Cola 600, and I don't know, whatever else you feel like winning. I would like to see Kyle Larson do double duty. On the Indy 500 and the Coke 600 in the same day. And win both of them. <laughs> We're not worthy. I, I, yeah. Tony Stewart's the last guy to do both in the same day. But he's never won. He's never won either one of them. No. Not in but the he, same day. No, he's not. He, he's ever, he might have won them after, though. No, he's he never won either one of them. And I think he's the only driver, though, to finish both races. Guys have tried Which is, it. And not finished one or the other, or not finished that's both. A, he he the last a, time he did it, he finished both races. That's eleven hundred miles of just racing. Take the travel out of it, just racing. Oh, 
He said, I will probably sleep for the next two to three days. I'm like, I bet you will. Yeah, seriously, that's a lot of mental, I give, hey, that's, a lot of mental oh, and physical and yeah. Yeah, oh yeah yeah. I I hey, that's a tough SOB. If you like him or not, he is a tough son of a bitch. He is. I think he finished in the top ten in both of them too, to be honest with you. Yeah, I can't remember. I know it was just this year was like the anniversary of it or whatever, obviously. Like the ten year or fifteen year anniversary of it or something, I can't remember. But yeah, he's, he's he's one tough dude. All right, you ready for you ready for something ironic to happen? Chip Ganassi puts Indy Car together, puts Kyle Larson in, he wins the Indianapolis 500. I wouldn't be surprised. I, he's going to win at Indy 500. If well, if he used to drive for Chip Ganassi in NASCAR, didn't he? Right, right, yes. And Chip sold the team. Well, that the stock car part because he was more Indy guy anyway. Exactly. And NASCAR was yeah. a, a hobby for him. Yeah, and then like the little bored, mess. He got bored one day. He's like, yeah, I'm going to start a NASCAR team. Yeah, I guess. I'm and like, then yeah, somehow got... he ended up with Juan Pablo Montoya driving for him. And because he drove for him in IndyCar, too, I yeah, think. I think he did. Juan well, was all right. I give him credit. He was okay. From a Formula One guy to an IndyCar guy to come up to stock cars, he did okay. He's got some a couple wins. So it crashed into the jet dryer and blew it yeah, up. Dude, like the jet dryer was literally being out there for ten minutes and you hit it. It was just you and the jet dryer. How'd you not see a truck moving five miles an hour? Like I don't understand With what the flashing hell happened there. lights on it. Yeah, and flames like literally shooting out of it and you hit it. Loud as shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, the goddamn jet dryer. It's like a jet <laughs> motor asshole, and you somehow managed to hit that thing. I don't. Okay. Nobody was seriously injured. Yeah, thank God. Jesus Christ. Idiot. So. All right, kids. All right, you ready to wrap this bitch up? Yep. Wrap it up. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. All right, we're going night night. Um, follow us, like us on Facebook, leave us a review, all that good stuff. Andy Bicchetti's up next weekend for Michael Clark Westworld. I'm the mouth. And you've been black flagged. Shut the f up.